This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. Good morning. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read the story of Martha and Mary, um, I always struggle a little bit. I'm always a bit confused. I think many of us have read the story and walked away thinking that Jesus much prefers the actions of Mary over Martha. And I can see how we could walk away from the story thinking that. However, like all stories in the Bible, to read it without the context of the stories that have come before and the ones that come right after, or actually from the whole narrative of the Bible, is to more than likely misinterpret it or miss the point of it. Now, as some of you know, or may not know, my, my mother passed away recently, June 17th to be exact, and actually later this afternoon, uh, I will be leaving and flying to Florida to attend her funeral, which is tomorrow. And as is the case when we lose a loved one, maybe particularly a parent, we find ourselves reminiscing about them, the life that they lived, our interactions and our memories with them, the things that we inherited from them, whether the good and the bad. Well, such is the case for me. I've been thinking a lot about my mom recently. And when I read today's gospel, I couldn't help but think of her again. You see, my mom was a lady, always a lady, but a powerhouse of a woman who raised single-handedly eight children, me and my seven siblings, uh, day in and day out. I say that because it was shortly after my youngest sister's birth, when I was about three, that my parents ended up splitting up and living separately. My father, of course, provided for us financially. He was a good Catholic dad, and, uh, and he worked hard to do that. But still, the hard work of caregiver and cook and homemaker, disciplinarian, <clears throat> my mom was really good at that, uh, financial planner and saver, gardener, daily driver, and all those other hats that she wore, that was 100% my mom. It was her singular purpose to care for and bring up the, these eight kids. My mother went through, no exception, a Martha, a doer, a servant to her family, and in many ways, ultimately to her detriment. With the tendency to be obsessive and compulsive most of the time, a worrier to the core, always distracted by what needed to be done and what could happen if it wouldn't get done. Uh, she was what I call a what-if kind of person, always asking and always having a backup plan and a, another backup plan to the backup plan. She rarely took time for herself, except for when she spent time in the garden, tilling and tending and pruning. It was her sanctuary, but ultimately she was still doing, even when she was trying to relax. Well, this story of Mary and Martha, which we read today, is quite short, and it comes from Luke's Gospel. We also find a very similar story in John's Gospel. However, this version in Luke 
uh, is rather simplified and really only focuses on the characters of Martha and Mary, and strategically so by Luke. He strategically also places this story right after the parable of the Good Samaritan that we just heard last week, so keep that in mind. And it's in Luke's gospel that we find this particular vision of radical equality and inclusivity in the role that we all play as disciples of Jesus, but particularly women. I would also add that there are plenty of stories besides the Good Samaritan in which the Bible highlights and uplifts the importance of being a person of action, a doer, uh, a person who lives up to Jesus, right, and his ministry of healing and uh, comforting and being available to those who need it most. So yes, in today's story, in Martha and Mary, Jesus does use the term the better part in referring to Mary's role, but he did not say it was the only part. Ultimately, Martha was doing what was expected of her. We can't assume that since Martha opens the door to her home and welcomes Jesus, that she is an independently financial stable woman. We know that there's no mention of a husband or that she's a widow, only that she opens her door to Jesus and is the one who is welcoming and providing the hospitality and managing the house. If she had lived with a man, the writer of the gospel probably would have said so, for Jewish tradition holds that the house is always attributed to the family's oldest male. And so we see Martha doing what she's expected to do, attending to her guests as Mary sits quietly at Jesus' feet, listening to Jesus. Although we typically leave the story, like I said, thinking to ourselves, well, am I a Martha or am I a Mary? Am I a person of action or am I a contemplative? I don't think that this is really the point of the story. And I'll allude more to that in a minute. At the end of the day, we both have some portion of both, right? We, we both have the doing part of us and the contemplative side. And I certainly also don't think the point of the story was to pit one woman over the other. And Jesus gives no indication of that either. Ultimately, both roles are very important. Both are necessary in our lives as disciples. Jesus says to Martha, Martha, Martha. You are worried and distracted by many things. She is described in the translation in the New Revised Version as distracted by her many tasks. Jesus says, you are worried and distracted about many things. There is need of only one thing. And what is that one thing? Well, it's to be invited into God's presence, into joy, into peace, into comfort. You see, Martha is distracted, distracted by too much, and there's really only need of one thing. Remember that the story right before this one, remember that story last week of the Good Samaritan and how it all started? It starts by the lawyer asking Jesus uh, what the he has to do to inherit eternal life. And Jesus, return, as Jesus often does, says, well, what is the law? 
And the lawyer answers, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. So love God, and two, love neighbor. Love God, and then go and do likewise with all whom you encounter. You see, the story of the Good Samaritan shows us how one loves one's neighbor with actions of compassion and mercy by going and doing. And then immediately after that, Jesus goes to visit Mary and Martha, and we see Mary loving God without distraction, without worry, resting and listening to Jesus and his teachings. And so as I reflect on my mother's life and the woman she was, and as I reflect on the impact that she has made on my own life, I realize that some of my best qualities I got from her. Things like my passion for hospitality, welcoming people into my home, and caring for those that I love the most. That's probably why I became a priest, because I like taking care of people. My need to serve and to be productive with my time, because, you know, idle hands and all that. My personal drive for success and wanting to provide and care for my home and my family. That's my mom. That's the Martha in me. However, that part of me that has a deep desire to slow down and to just be, to be present and to connect with the divine, that more contemplative side, that reflective side of me, that part that just wants to seek God and sit at God's feet and soak in the teachings and songs of ancient past. You know, the, the kind of stuff we do here at St. David's. That part that has been nurtured and grown throughout the years through participation in communities like this, like St. David's, and in the seminary that formed me for ministry. It's places like these that invite me and invite you to slow down and to listen to God's word so that when we are all sent out into the world and to go and do likewise, we can say unequivocally that we are rooted in God's love and teachings and that we are building God's kingdom in our world today. Putting the one thing that matters first, God and the neighbor. I really wish my mom had heard that invitation in her own life to just be present and to slow down. And so if you leave with anything today, leave with this. Stop. Listen. Stop worrying. Take some time to just be in the presence of God. Take a deep breath. Look around you. Look at the people in front of you and behind you and sitting beside you. Jesus is here. And be present. Be still. For you too are invited to be present and sit at God's feet and just be. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.